Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. (laughs) As I clear the voice of Velvet to go into um, dropping off my wife at the airport. She's going down to Florida, leaving me here with the kids for 10 days. And I got a Mr. Momet. I've got a... Um, a couple of things going on along, did I mention, with four interventions to do in the next 72 hours for kids between the ages of 20 and 25 that will most likely die if I don't go do All it. All in this area? All in this area. So as I weigh the things that are important to me and what I have to do and know my obligations of doing the show, let me lay this out for you to let you know where this is about to go to the opening segment. His Honor, Joseph Salzone, the, the incomparable oh, your Joseph Salzone, <laughs> yes. is here. So, we we don't have to mention names, but we news comes to us here that uh, an employee has uh, um, left the uh, the family. Um, and it's forced. And it's forced. <laughs> so so this employee leaves, which opens up a very coveted and very limited availability office space. So I just utter out, I go, yeah, you know, I, I spoke to Ed and I mentioned him that I would like to have that office. To which the reply from K Rock Josh, the legendary K Rock Josh. Uh, says, yeah, you're never getting that office. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I start to think, you know, that ruminated in me for all of 10 seconds before I started getting quite angry at that oh, statement. Oh now, I'll tell you why. Um, I realize that there are people who have been here. You know, as I try to figure as I'm coming up with my year anniversary of being in this situation, um, that go ahead and re-listen to the opening of this show and hear that NFL Hall of Famers all, uh, television stars, the most legendary ESPN anchor of all time. Superman. Introduce this show, uh, this show that is approaching its sixth week consecutively on Friday of being nationally listened to in conjunction with the Lebertard show and things that we're talking about doing a, a TV show and uh, you know a, a, lots of stuff that um, that put this show in, in a different light uh, to, to some of the other and I never thought of the other shows here as competitors but as we wrestle for the limited one office that's available obviously I realize that I am in competition but- so to be to be dismissed the way I was at the at the concept of having a a, an office here at the, at, at the giant conglomerate that Galaxy is, by the way. Um, uh, I, I'm quite offended. <clears throat> I was not. Well, how do I how do I say this? This is a prime yeah, yeah, office, so this isn't just an office. This is like Malibu real estate. This office is big. no, but he then asked about the smaller, not so great office. Yeah. So what I said was, so I, I I'm told that. Uh, uh, Mimi may be the candidate that steps into this new office because she's in this little this little th- space. Now, I get it that there are other people here that beyond their show have other responsibilities and spend more time in them. And my answer to that is, yes, yeah, so what? You know, really? I don't care. I don't care that mm. some salesperson might be... Stick them out in the, in, in the, in the cattle call yeah. because the doctor's here. Yeah. The doctor is here. <laughs> 
it's it, not that I think don't think you're worthy of an office. Do you want the I line just is? know that you'll never get an office. Do you know what the line is? Well, well, I beg to differ on that, and, and I'd be willing to make a bet about that. You um, think you'll get an office and the Galaxy offices? Um. I think if I say I'm going to leave if I don't get the little office, I might Ooh, get the office. Well, not that. It's so, gravy to the mashed potatoes, well, it, doesn't it? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> just throw a little sprinkling on it. Is that the battle to fight, um, though? But but that's weird that you'd have to even do that. So so what it does really, when you think about it, is it kind of tells you what your value is in a place when you when you when you know what I mean. And I, as I look at guys that are doing sales and everything, and I go, you know. You can have me come to that lunch. Mm-hmm. You can, if it means we're going to sign a guy, but they have no idea what to do. You're not used to having somebody that's a celebrity working at your place, right? Because you don't know how to use me. I'm not being used properly at all. The same as I said. Now, after I made the announcements about what I felt about Syracuse's marketing, I get invited to a party at, at John Wildhack's a private party on Friday mm. to, to Mr. Wildhack's home, which. That's a smart thing to do. I saw him That's today. a smart thing. Why I have not heard from Dino Baber's office, and why I have not you know, been involved in interviewing him, and he big movie buff, loves it, blah, blah, and we have the ESPN show, is beyond me that you don't think that that's a smart move for you. Maybe not. Maybe Again, so I don't know where that fits. I know what, what iHeartRadio thinks about it, because they may be a tremendous offer to jump out of here and go over there. And Can I, I sa- give you a little... And I said, no, I don't want to, I want to do an ESPN show. So, uh, you know, I, and, and they're not the only radio station and TV show here in town that have said, hey, if you'd rather do this, the other TV show that they asked me to do, conflicts time-wise with doing this show. Far more money than I'm going to make here, but I'm going to turn this in, in year two, to exactly what I thought. You make your investment. Uncomfortable. Why are you uncomfortable? I don't know. So any, so anyway so so uh, but it's it just it's 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 fascinating to watch how it goes so even even Josh you know what I said with Josh now here's where we bring in his honor mm-hmm. his honor mm-hmm. because I go and now Josh and Paul you know there's been this Hunter guy and this other guy and and, and mm-hmm. you know and, and, and it's interchangeable it's Eli Whitney you know I mean we're we're making a cotton gin here. You don't get the analogy. I get the you analogy. You of all people, I thought, I, no, I, is on my level. I get, get that. It. I just that's I've never. I, you don't hear many cotton gin analogies in 2018. First, I like it. first interchangeable parts I, assembly no, I, of I all like time. It. I like so it. it is. It's it, it, but it, but it's a good analogy actually. Yes, it works. So so I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Thank you. Thank you. So so I try to keep it at mm-hmm. <laughs> every I'm once proud. in a while before I talk about <laughs> beers being thrown at pitchers. About I try to get in there with something, Joe. Mm-hmm. That I look over for your smile. Not, not here. I look for your smile on. <laughs> Thank you. So, so. How dare you don't think I know who Eli Whitney is. <laughs> I took 11th grade. <laughs> I took That's 11th one class. Yeah. Oh, I took all of it. I took 11th grade. I would like to go to the speed <laughs> reading Cliff Notes edition. Just call the class 11th grade. You go from 8 to 8.15 and yes. you're done. There's uh, in between bumps of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Sorry, go ahead. Please what continue, happened? Your Honor. What happened to my career? Doctor. <laughs> what happened to my career? <laughs> my career? I'm here arguing over over a four by eight office. <laughs> Literally, this office we're talking about that Mimi would vacate. Mm-hmm. My bathroom, my guest bathroom downstairs in my house is bigger yes. than this. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's an airplane bathroom. It's, right? yeah. it's totally. Superman couldn't change in that office. <laughs> it's literally a closet. They right. put a desk in. It is. It is for sure. No and, windows, and, 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 nothing. So, 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 um, so, however, the the uh, um, the history of who got what office now, from the time I've been here till now, 
Josh and Polly have an office that has two desks and a couch, mm-hmm. a small couch that I have fallen asleep on before. So I turned around. I said, well, why don't we move this couch out and I'll come in here. And Josh immediately went, yeah, no way. Not happening. Not happening. You're not the first to ever try to throw that one at me and it's not happening. I don't even want him in there. We do a show. Not your office. We do a show together. I know. So that doesn't see. I have phase no issue you as something with you would you would want to have us do our and shoot in that room of how how no, we because do. I use that couch for it, it's just a good vibey couch that people can come in and they can talk to us and like business is done there. I have performances bands come and perform on that Put couch. The couch in the studio. Nope, not happening. No couches in the studios. Why? Because it's been told by chief engineer no <clears throat> couches in the studios. Nor do I want one in there. Okay. I like. I think you should be in our office with us. No. I think that's a great mix of us. Yeah, I do too. But yeah. not going to happen. No. Would you, would you, have, would you, would you quit if they put this. me in there? Would you quit? Would you walk if, the, if if Ed said he's going in there? <laughs> When's the last time a band played on that couch? So I'd have to force myself on you. I mean, this would be Kavanaugh stuff. Oh, my. He went from Eli Whitney to a month ago. Listen, spanning the globe. So, 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 turn him back. Like the Daily Show. No, I'm. I do not like sharing spaces with people. I don't like sharing the studio. Does your wife sleep in another room? We don't speak. No, no, I. That's a different situation. I don't like. Your wife? Or, 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 yeah. No, I don't like sharing the studio with people. I don't like sharing the office with people. I just don't like it. Well, you have the nicest, you and and and, and uh, Joe show have the two, in my opinion, nicest studios. Uh, and, and, and they're the biggest, and certainly they're much more, ca- remember, I'm talking about camera friendly things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm doing something you don't normally always do, and I know you, you want to... Um, protect the quality of your show and the integrity of your show. What I'm thinking about is what rooms are available in the place to shoot and move us past just doing radio. So we've talked about mounting cameras in here, which I think this is big enough to do. It's not optimal. It would be better to shoot it in one of those big studios. Mm -hmm. So if we had banners we hung in the K-Rock studio, or particularly your studio, Joe, Mm -hmm. if we could dress that, that's the biggest, friendliest place, light-wise, sees outside, a lot of sources. Remember, I'm thinking about a camera rolling in sure. there. Then I think about what we talked about, which was, how do we write a show around what goes on here? It is imperative that we are in it. So either it's going to be, we walk into Ed's office and we sh- and we do you know the scolding, getting yelled at by Ed stuff, which we'll probably do, But but I've worked at a deal now. With two different sources here where, again, I don't want to tax what you guys do, and I don't want to certainly get in trouble with Ed um, about what time you're spending outside of this place. to, to So i got to get you in and out in a couple hours before you go home once a week. Mm-hmm. How can I do that? If I keep it in this building, and you don't have to drive to the DeWitt Studios, and we can cheat two scenes. Well, so do you want me to move the couch out every time we shoot and put a fake desk in there? I mean, that's... that's the funny thing about Josh being this protective of the office, if you went through everybody that has offices in this building, Josh is probably the the least deserved person of an office. I disagree. I disagree. Why would you need an office? You could work at any desk in the building. No, I can't. Why? I have to edit audio. I have a lot going on in there that is not Put a friendly. headphones on. No, that is not friendly. I have a, I'm running a business that I need an office for. 
People, oh my people God. come and talk to me about ideas. They run things by me. There's a certain. It is part <clears throat> of my business that I have succeeded on with an office. That is nonsense. If You're anybody, a morning you, show host. you could be out in a cubicle. You I could. run two radio stations. Mm, mm. Okay, okay. Well, you well, are here, a morning here's a great, show here's a great host. thing. Yeah. So while this, <laughs> and I'm a successful and one. And you're on the only one that's got an office. I believe TK has space over there as well. Do they not? No. For an office? Is that not where you keep things? No, yes. they've, got, yeah. the, they've I, got a room that they share with everybody else in yeah. the building. Yeah. Okay, okay, so so besides the past, what's going on? Mm-hmm. This is I great. Think, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, 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 this is, the, and, there's, and there's passion. I actually think that with the amount of things that I see him do at Josh and the number of things that he does for our show when he puts stuff together, he does need an office, and he needs to have his big computer on. Here's the thing that's funny. How often am I here, besides coming in an hour before my show, doing my show, and I pretty much bolt after a small... So I really wouldn't be in your way. You'd lose the couch. Right. So that part, that's the part mm-hmm. you'd have to eat. You lose the couch in order to be on a TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, I hear you. I got to fight with you, you about that? I hear you. I got I to gotta walk into Ed and say, tell Josh to get rid of the couch and see what he says. I hear you. I don't want to do that. I want to... I wanna, I don't want you to resent it, although it could be a fascinating part of the show, how we you know, continue to drill. He's going to murder me now after what I said. Yeah, I, well, you Paulie's threw him delusional. No, he's delusional. Well, well you, okay. saw me, you saw me come right back. Thank you. <laughs> we, we realize Paulie that. thinks he's curing cancer every day, and I'm making fart jokes. That's what he thinks. <laughs> That's what he really thinks. I don't think I'm curing cancer, but I do a lot of work. I know you do a lot of work. All right, so so, so so see where, where I don't care. See, I don't care. I deserve an office. I've okay, had one okay, so, every so year listen, of my listen, morning. Listen, show. so look at look at as we we download <laughs> just as we I'm just download. Back and mm-hmm. now. This is great. As we download this section of the show, and we should absolutely download this. If the great Ed Levine, who is not here, I'm sure he's leering somewhere in the world right now. Um, but we play this right back for him to say. This is the reason why you need to get that one upstairs room and get it now. This is the reason that why. That would be awesome. Because I've heard they've rented the entire upstairs, though. You heard that? Yeah. I can call Tommy, a couple of the boys, to take care of it oh, right away. Oh, boy. <laughs> take care You're of it right away. Violence? You, you know what? You might no, want to edit ahead. out, though. If you want to get the office, edit out that you're only here for the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I believe, to my own credit, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is from Ed to me, no one really, I think, expected you to take it as seriously and be prepared and, you know, emailing and putting a show together. And blah. I think you guys thought I was all just going to walk in and go, yeah, what's up? You know, and, and therefore, I think that's part of why the show has been taken more seriously. And, and this show has had some legs and people want to sponsor it and blah, blah. Do I spend the kind of time about the station stuff? Well, there's a couple of things to say about that. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? I have not had the station manager, the owner. I have not had the head of marketing, Steve, and different people come to me and say, hey, can you help us with? It's, will you do this for free? And we, no, 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 listen. If you want to pay me more or you want to get me involved in or you want me to go to, I brought sponsors to the show already. You don't think my presence at Del Lago brought them in to be part of it? Of course it does. I have a personal relationship and an investment with them myself. Um, there's other companies that, are, that have come here, you know, uh, and, and there's other business people that I know in the community that can buy this whole radio station on their bar tab. So, you know, I mean, I mean, yes, if I if my skill set was utilized more more properly and, and I was given 
some say some kind of percentage of the sales that that I generated. I could be lobbing people to these guys left and right. Instead, I'm used to come to a golf tournament every once in a while. So they don't know how to use, but we'll go over that because that's my big, you know, I'm having the big meeting with Ed Wednesday, the big one. Oh, yeah. Um, one. I know. We're counting down. Oh, yeah. They're you're counting gonna, down. You're obviously now going to be a big topic in that. <laughs> yeah. As we get rid of the things that really don't matter, like your couch. Yeah. Um, so so, so what does that look like to you? You know, And I know we're running long before the break, but that's okay. You want to break and come back? And no, break? no. Go All ahead. right, good. So I want to ask you this. So with what you do here mm-hmm. and what you need to, to service your job, do you give him the whole office down here and come up with me? Or does it inconvenient to go up the stairs for you? And no, it's not, it doesn't matter to me. I'll go anywhere. I, so if I we had that big, desk, so if we had that big space together, yeah. and we could set up what looks like, because the hardest part about it is, how do we get the? Uh, I understand it's it's a financial consideration to move equipment up through the through the floor there, and I mean he'd have to set up the mics and everything if we shot up there. Mm-hmm. If we did the ESPN show there, right. then, by the way, that would open this studio up to the other guys who are doing what I wouldn't have to worry about. See, the answer is we need that office up mm-hmm. there. We need that office up there. And when that becomes the trending, happening, amazing office, you would still probably excel more having an office right next to your studio, and that's where you'd want to be anyway. Yeah. So you're out. All right. I need so- a file cabinet, <laughs> though, while we're on it. But that's what I mean. We see my desk. <laughs> it's a pile of papers. We're going to get you a desk, another desk. We'll put a third. Now we'll put Josh's dummy desk in. We'll put a couch in that's bigger, so Josh will be happy. But I want uh, more of a, uh, a shooting-friendly situation, which would be uh, you know, a, a, a quarter-moon t- desk that we're all sitting behind like Sports Center. Something like that would be better, more conducive to shooting towards mm-hmm. us in one direction. Right. Because I can... You have to remember... The, the least, it was, um, uh, what was his name? Charles Durning. Do you know the actor Charles Durning? Sounds familiar. He's an old, older, did older a movie character. with Eli Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you know, he, he plays the cop across the street in the deli in, in the famous Dog Day Afternoon when Al Pacino robs the Oh, band. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Durning said the brilliance of Dog Day Afternoon was we were in the deli or we were in the bank. And they were right across the street from each other when they location scouted. The least you have to move camera equipment. Remember, I'm, my mindset is here is how to shoot a TV show. I'm not thinking about radio. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking how do I successfully shoot a TV show at the most cost efficient way? And so the answer to that question is: we need another office. We need a bigger office. Now you think the whole upstairs got taken? I don't know. I've only heard rumor. I don't know if anybody's up there. I don't know huh. anything. How long before we're shooting, if we're shooting a TV show, one of the dummies that works at ESPN walks in in the middle of it and just drops it. But it's funny, like Josh sits in that office, like Seth will walk in 5,000 times I hate these idiots. I hate It'll every single like, one of them that uh, comes How in do that I office. do a job I've done a Oh, I know better. I got your notes. I don't ever knock on that door. No, in the all, all day long, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a parade of morons who are like, how do I tie my shoes? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. How so, long have you been doing this? Uh, so, I forgot how to shake so, my penis after I whiz. And, like, and the sad thing is they're coming in. Are you helping them? Yeah, of course. Out of respect. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this question then, and, we'll, and we're going to go to break. So it, <laughs> we were talking about depicting who would depict who and you know and i'm not convinced with his responsibilities and being a producer of a morning show and so on that we're going to get joe salzone to play joe salzone so you know it's going to be hard because when we do the shooting in here we, we joe's on camera unless unless we eliminate the update portion He's got plenty of time 
So Joe can play I Joe. Can make, yeah, I can make it work. All right. Yeah, and, he, he wants, and you'll play him. I'll squeeze it in if you know okay. what I mean. <laughs> so then we decide whether someone plays for us. But the great characters that you get to do is you can guest star Brent Axe to come in and go, hey, what was that report? Blah, blah, you know, and do a scene. But but you got to get somebody to probably play Forrest. You got to get somebody to play Mary at the front desk. We got to get somebody to play, unless we Seinfeld it, play the great one. Because mm-hmm. that's not going to be available. You can't count on no. somebody that can't be here. So I can count on I an actor. I can play myself. How dare you? I'm a thespian. But, but wait, wait. But, but we got to cast. I like girls. We got to cast Seth, too. <laughs> he comes up too much. We yeah, got to cast Seth. I can Seth. cast Seth a pile of dirty laundry. Put it in the corner. There's Seth. <laughs> wow. It's about as good as he is. Oh, my God. Oh, what is that? A bag of dirty clothes? No, that's Seth. He's the print. Uh, Should it? Seth get an office? <laughs> oh, Seth deserves three. How do All I right. do something I've done a million times before, Paul? Seth came in yesterday because he couldn't get past an answering machine. What do you mean? He was trying to call a school. I had to yell at him. And he's like, he's like, I called it and I got an answer machine. And Paul goes, would you leave a message? He goes, it was just an answer machine. Like, he couldn't figure out to maybe try another number or leave a message. So I had to Google a number for him. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the best part. Did Do you, you see, see why I hate sharing an office with him? It's not him. It's the people. When, you, when you're watching uh, 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 First 48 mm-hmm. or you're watching a show, any of those court shows, don't, don't, we, don't we all, the beauty of it, when they ask the person the question, you try to read their answer. You look at them and you go, whether they're being honest or not. And they go, no, I, I, I never knew him. You know, And you're like, oh, he looked way mm-hmm. guilty right mm-hmm. there. He totally, And then later on you find out, of course, you mm-hmm. were right. You know, she was banging the guy, blah, blah, blah. But, but, but the great, the great tell all for Seth was when the lame story came that he had the flat tire <laughs> and he came in and, and your guy's faces when I went, well, couldn't he just change something like that? And Josh, before the words got out of my mouth, went, no, he doesn't know how to change a tire. Seth came in and went, well, do you know how to change a tire? And he went, no. <laughs> like, and I thought. I can't imagine you you put a lug wrench on and turn it to the left. You jack the car up before uh, after, take the tire off, put it on, and tighten it up and drop it down. It's really not rocket science. These are college graduates that are coming in here to work and don't know how to change a tire. He didn't know. He called the number and they gave him another number. And I said, well, call the first number back and tell him it's important that you need to speak with him. And he couldn't grasp it. This is uh And then the, magically the second time he called back, I got right through. It was crazy. <laughs> you did? <laughs> you actually called back. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. <laughs> and I deal with that every day. All right. We gotta take a break. We're late. Station Let's... is buried on a old moron burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the a, ghosts of morons all day long. Let me tell you something. The fu- <laughs> here comes here comes the great Nostradamus with, with without a quatrain music with a, with a prediction. Uh, the prediction is going to be: No, I'm not renting the office. No, I'm not spending any more money. No, and tell Josh to get that damn couch out of there right now. <laughs> You're probably right. The yeah. great one has spoken. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. And now... 
we're gonna go to Soa, but should we do something really quick while we're yeah. doing Soa? Good. Should we get Neil uh, starting on the drawings? Yes. <laughs> get that going now. What's the game tonight? Uh, Cardinals, Broncos. I have pulled up two logos. We, he has not done the Cardinals yet, so we we will do the original Cardinals logo. Wow. wow. I like right it. Right there. Got it, okay. Neil. And then we got a we got a, a Facebook Live guy in a battle with my wife at the airport. Uh, Roger, Roger, I know you're listening out there. He's buddy. a big fan of me. Thank you, Roger. Big fan of K Rock Josh, the legendary character, and the Brian. And he says, and I quote, "I can tell when Josh is getting stressed." You're damn right, Roger. You, you need, and me are bros. You need to leave him alone. Mm. Okay, well, uh, pull your panties up, Roger, and call into the show so we can uh, debate with you why Josh's couch is going. Let's go to So What. And with that, so does Josh. All right, So What. <laughs> Brought to you by. Brought to you by the Wildcats Sports <laughs> Pub. Winner of the 2018 Sammy Award for Best Sports Pub for Live Music and Best Bar and Best Sports Bar by the New Syracuse New Times Best of Syracuse 2018. What, what did you win? 36, nothing. I won nothing. Thank you. 3608 Milton Avenue, Camillus, the Wildcat Pub. Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros could have tied the game with Boston last night in the first inning when he hit what appeared to be a home run over the right field fence. Boston's Mookie Betts almost caught the ball, but his glove was allegedly pushed closed by a fan's hand behind the fence line. The rule states that if the fan interferes with the field of play, it is officially an out, and that is what they call. Altuve, right field, back there. Betts at the track, he leaps, and it is out. It's off a fan. No, they're saying off of Betts, it is in play. They may be calling it interference. I'm trying to get a read on the right field umpire here. Mookie with the jump. He had it measured. It looked like he was going to catch it, and he gets stopped mm. from catching it from the hand of the fan. The fan closed his glove, closed Mookie Betts' glove pre prematurely because it pushed up against the leather. Did they reach over that yellow line into the field to play, or is Mookie over the field right. to play into the stands? Now that's the, that's key. the question. So the rule states if a spectator reaches out onto the playing field side of a fence to prevent a fielder from catching a ball, batsman should be called out. And out oh. is the call. Wow. Houston ended up losing the game by two runs. Boston leads the series 3-1. to one. Game 5 is tonight. Okay. So if he reaches in an imaginary vertical line, I guess, um, uh, horizontal line, rather. Uh, no, vertical, sorry. Um, so, so, in other words... If you take the wall and extend the wall to be 50 feet high, did he reach into the field of play? Well, you know, in the famous Cubs game, what was the kid's name? Bartman. Bartman. Now, that was clearly in the stands that what 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 he interfered with. So by today's rule, that would not be interference then if he hit his glove. You know, you can reach over the over the wall and catch a ball and rob a guy of a home run. So. But clearly, if you reach into the field of play, um, I watched this replay several times. There is no way that's in the field of play. That's over the wall, over the line. He would have robbed them of a home run. I, I cannot believe that that wasn't reversed. Did you watch this carefully, Paulie? Yeah, and it's his arm. The thing, the problem I have is the ball may not be. Over the fence, but his arm is clearly over the fence when it hits the fan. The ball, yeah, that that's not fan interference. I've watched it multiple times now. That's not fan interference. And if that's going to be a problem and that's going to be fan interference, 
Move the fans back. You shouldn't have a row of seats there. Right. Right. So so and here's the other thing. At what point do you decide? See, look at that angle. He's over the wall. Yeah. Because you know why, too? You can tell. Look what he has to do with his elbow. His arm's bent. He has, yeah. Well, he has to rip his arm back. Watch this. Watch. As soon as it makes contact, watch him pull his arm back because he's coming down and his elbow's about to hit on the wall. The only way that that would... See how he pulls it back really yeah. far, fast? Watch right here. So anyway, the point of it is, though, is that at what point, if the ball is sailing into the, fa- into the stands... Do you not have a right to either protect yourself or try to catch the ball? So, you know, let's face it, a home run in a series game, you want to catch that ball. But um, And also, you're also going to get a guy to turn around and take his glove and whack it into somebody in the stands and say that he stopped, well, he interfered with them. Well, that's the rule, is if you go into the crowd like that, it's not interference unless it's intentional. Right. And that was not intentional. No. The fan didn't grab his glove, and there's no way to prove that his glove was close. The problem is, is the umpire on the field called him out. And right. so when they went to the replay, they to, couldn't overturn it. Right. It's right. garbage. It's garbage. Move the fans back then. Well, you know, and you're talking about, you know, 2-2 two, two in a series versus 3-1. I mean, certainly this call could have changed the complexion of what happens in this entire... Look at how quiet he's being. Sorry, I was reading my next one. Go Look ahead. at how quiet he's being now, boy. Professional broadcast. That cat... <laughs> I'm a professional. You are a professional, my friend. Thank and you. Then- and, and I want you to know that although you're not a sports guru... Um, having your presence in this room is very important to me. So Thank you. Let's lose the couch and move on. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and then they weren't—they weren't able to get a video down the fence line because some dopey security guard is leaning in front of the camera to and, watch it. Yeah, that's hysterical. They—they've got to have better camera. Why don't we go that? to the security guard and ask him what he thought? <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> sir. That'd be great. Since you had a better <laughs> angle than we did. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, nothing is perfect, but. But this will bring back, and maybe we'll talk about this uh, uh, at another time, why I have said for a long time, yes, you know, it, it is important to make the right call, and you don't want a game to end or the outcome of a game to be changed and the destiny of a team, you know, on a on, on a play, you know, to end a Super Bowl or whatever. But, it, but also, it's taken out all the fun of human error. You know, listen, if a guy gets up to bat and he hits a sharp ground ball to shortstop. That shortstop's going to make that play, you know, 94% of the time or something like that. And he boots one. Does he get to walk up to the umpire and go, hey, you know, normally I get that. Can you please let them hit that again? You know, or you know, he doesn't. He doesn't get a do-over. So human error and talking about a guy, did you see the call this guy made? You know, it's just as bad as, did you see the pass that Gronkowski dropped? You know, this this is, the imperfection of it is what makes us human. Otherwise, let's go load up, you know, androids and cameras and everything and let, let you know, halogens play the game and we'll preset the destiny. You know I mean? It's, it, it's taken the... It also takes a lot of time up. Let the take all of it out. I really, honestly, I, I never thought I would say this, but I am leaning now towards just take all of it out because you're never going to get it perfect. It has to be inconclusive, conclusive, beyond the shadow of a doubt. What was the original call? Well, what if the the whole point of it is if the original call was wrong and you don't have enough evidence to overturn it, you're back to a wrong call. So it's an imperfect system. Let it be imperfect. Let humans do it. Let's take a quick break, come back and finish up. Some more so what? Gotcha. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Josh Josh is back. He still has a couch. So what? He's got more so what? So what part two? 
Now, first, do you want to make your picks? The electric boogaloo? No. Not yet. No. You want oh. to make picks on this game? You mean? Yeah. Oh, we're going to reveal that at the end. Go ahead. Let's get through so what. Ohio State defensive end Nick Bosa has withdrawn from school to focus on his rehab of an injured core muscle and has announced that he will now pay his focus to the 2019 NFL draft. Good for him. It's smart. He's hurt. Ohio State's not paying them. I hate when that core muscle gets strained. Oh, God. I like it. I like, like, you know, nothing like a little core muscle here and there. I'm not going to say so, and I'm going to say core muscle. Gotcha. <laughs> pop Warner will now start giving concussion protocol and education. Oh, are they going to have little pop-up tents for the kids to go in? I want that. They're offering crash courses on this whole concussion conundrum and how to deal with it, etc. I think it costs. You know what, man? They're taking... Oh, my God. I can't, I can't even... They're taking all of what this is. These are the modern-day gladiators. Gladiators used to go in. They would let tigers go and rip them apart. They would, you know, had swords. Go back and watch the movie Gladiator. We're trying to be civilized here, okay, So, so, we, well, you want to be civilized while you a good shot slits his throat because, and then they started putting armor over your throat. And then they, so they continued to try in the Gladiator times. Our modern-day sports gladiators are the UFC guys, a boxing, some wrestling, and for sure, as far as the team sport, it is team sport. It's football. Let them be gladiators. They know the risk. That's why they're so well compensated. I'm not saying I don't want the equipment to to continue to evolve and protect them, but these are gladiators. Gladiators get hurt. They understand that risk. They understand that on one play, you can be Bo Jackson, the best two-sport pro of all time, and your hip goes out, and you're done, and you're never the same. He understood that risk. Bo didn't cry about it. I'm a gladiator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have. I, I, I want. I want a picture tomorrow, just for fun. I want okay. a picture of a gladiator tomorrow. Okay. There okay. we go. And finally, in the second biggest uh, jackpot ever oh. in American history, the Powerball is creeping close to $1 billion. In Texas. Uh, here. Yeah, the, whole, the whole country. So it's, I can play that Powerball? It's that mega the, millions. Mega millions. It's the whole... Powerball's like when is, 600. And, when, yeah. and, and where, when is that going to be read? Saturday? Friday, Friday night. night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I am so going and dropping like 200. I mean, I'm going to drop like 200 on it. And just see what you get. Two hundred. You know what? Because the, the big thing was the guy that got five out of six won five million. Yeah, you can still. Get, yeah, you get tons of cash for it. Yeah. So I'm see, in for the- here's the thing: when it gets that high, you take the payments, right? Because if you take the lump sum, it's going to be like four hundred fifty million or yeah. something. If you take the payment, you're going to make the nine hundred, right? Yeah, but don't look at it that way. No, you're not going to. There's 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 some taxation that counts involved. as your income every year. Right, counts your income every year. So so here's the other thing too. When you take the buyout, you take the buyout and they take the taxes off it. But don't lose sight of the fact that without even risking the money, you're making about 70000 per million in interest every year. So if you've got $400 million, every $10 million, you know, so every, every $100 million is $7 million in interest. You following this? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about making twenty eight million a year in interest times ten years is two hundred and eighty million dollars in just ten. I bl- I spend money too much, I'd have to take the I'd have to take the payments. No, I take the lump. To protect yourself from it? What do you think you're gonna do? 
I don't know. I would do, and you also just you, you get all the moochers coming. You're like, I only get payments. Sorry, bro. Yeah, I only get payments at eighty million yeah, dollars. <laughs> I can't help you. I can't help, I can't you. help you. Can I call JG Wentworth <laughs> and get that right now? I'm I got a, that. I got that one. I got that one for 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 a family member. Living check to check, and, bro. Turned turn around and came to me and said, "Hey, can you help me with blah 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 whatever it was they wanted help with?" And I said. You know, I really don't have that kind of dough, you know, but I'm, 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 I might be able to chip in. What does the repayment look like? I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. when someone wants to borrow 20, 30 grand from you, you know, I want to. So then, well, uh, have you asked any of our uh, of our other family members, hint, 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 if you asked Alec? Right. And, and the answer was, yeah, he's a little tight right now that 30 Rock was, you know, I went, oh, he's a little, a little tight. tight. I see he's, got, he's made $100 million in his career. Yeah. Makes like a million dollars a day on match game. Right. You got the wrong Baldwin brother. <laughs> I work for Ed Levine, the great one. Why do you think Levine is able to fly around the world and Pam's in Switzerland? Because he pays me nothing. Better off calling Jane for this one. Yeah, exactly. Call Jane, get a little blood money. Ooh. Yeah. Jane Baldwin. I love that. That's Baldwin back tomorrow for our uh, big. Uh, this tax appearance. advisor here says take the annuity and not the lump sum. Can you imagine all the Odell stuff I could get? Oh, oh, my God. I could oh my God. clone him. Oh. I'd, I'd get my own oh my Odell God. real I'd doll. Make a, I'd Odell. make a mold of his I'd mouth. Get, <laughs> <laughs> we got to do these picks. <laughs> so terrible. All right. Let's reveal Neil's. Neil, what's the spread of the game tonight? Broncos, that, Cardinals. Well, get out of the way, please. <laughs> that Bronco has to be a t-shirt. Yeah. I would make that. You're right. I would make that famous. It's uh, uh, an aging elephant. Look at it. It's an aging elephant with like a couple of hairs left in the I back of his head. I thought it looked like a seahorse with a bad hair. It does. Dude. It does. It looked like Squidward, you know, had a nose Sponge job. SpongeBob, yeah. 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 And the cardinal's actually pretty good. It's a triangle with a circle for a nose. It looks like a fish more than it does uh, um, a cardinal because it is it is a little too wide. It's not as aerodynamic. But, um, but that is just... Is there no color in the middle of the Bronco in the picture? It's white like the board. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, All right, so what are we, where are we at? I'm fourteen and nine. Sixteen and seven is Josh. Polly, Polly. So, so I'm two behind. Josh is leading in the picks. I'm tied with Polly. Uh, what's the spread on the game? That Green Bay minus game one, killed Denver, me. Minus one and a half. Denver's at home minus one and a half. No, they're in Arizona. Ooh, Denver's in Arizona one and a half. And what are their records? Uh, Carolina. Uh, the Cardinals are one and five. Denver's two and four. Uh, pick. I'm picking the Broncos. I pick the Broncos. I pick the Broncos. Pick. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals too. Wow. Oh, screwed again. <laughs> Last time we did this, yeah. you and I won. Yeah. Duh. I'm about to tie Foley. All right, that's I'm it. I'm about to tie Foley. All right, are we done? Yeah, that's it. If you don't miss us tomorrow, we are on with my sister Beth, who has tied Colin Coward again. We'll be on uh, with Dan Levitard going national and not worthy, even though we're doing it for the seventh week in a row of having my own office. Have a good day.